Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello and welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Jeremy and I am playing Julian Trust No One Illix. I am Ellie playing Archie. Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> I am Aaron, playing Sam, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jeff, playing Jer Lan. And this is Jai, playing Jai of North. And I'm Jordan, playing Trust Me, GM. Never. No. We've done that before. And it paid for it and didn't end well. <laughs> <laughs> Show me an example. Terror Proximus. <laughs> Angel's Guard. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> so previously, you all got to the animal preserve. You got some rooms. Jer was put into isolation. Katari was put into isolation. Archie was put into... The world. Non-isolation. The computer system. And uh, that's about it. There was a lot of suspicion. Sam and Chimer wandering, t- touring the, the, <laughs> the facilities without a guide. Julian wants to take part in an exorcism. All right, so where do we murder? You mean where do we? Well, get? I'm okay with that murder. <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> so Julian, yes. Since you're the one who raised your hand while everybody else said nosies, what would you like to do? Julian was following along to where they were going to take the cylinder to do with it whatever needed to be done. Because he wants to, one, yes, he would like to learn how elementals actually cease to exist. And also he wants to know what's happening with this cylinder and not just turn it over to somebody and not actually know what's going to be done with it. Okay. Sarani was with you all at this point. Yes. You said for at least the time being because Sarani and Bear needed to become their own thing. Yes. And not Sarani Bear. Or Bearani. So, they take you into the elemental section? No. They take you into the android section. And they take you to a room... Where there's a like a chair in the middle, bear hops up into the chair, and powers down. They bring in a, a second body. Actually, they bring in two bodies. One bear-sized. You think that's what bear would look like if he had a face? Hmm. Well, we've seen it, apparently. Yes. Walking through and seeing the other models that look like... Yes. A young boy model and an older woman model. Not as old as Sarani was when you knew her. Okay. And both of these are green. And they uh, they open up the, the, the port behind the ear. They bring a couple of computers in. 
a tech sits down and begins, jacks them into the computer, and then two cables leading from the computer to each of the bodies. They begin working on the computers, numbers and letters and gibberish roll across the screen. And Bear's body goes limp. Faceless Bear. Faceless Bear. The bear you know. Takes a few moments, but then you can start seeing like um, the progress bars that you always see when like software is downloading. You can see two progress bars downloading simultaneously. One is moving slower than the other. It, that finishes. They just keep working. They're, they're, they're just kind of letting you stand off in the corner unless you want to interact with them. With the um, technicians. I'm just watching. Do they take a similar core out of bear and to put it into new bear? Yes. They take it out and they put it in the, uh, in the other body. Um, but then they also bring in a secondary core that they put into Serrani's. Okay. They begin the uploading process to the, to the bodies, uploading the, the core software. Uh, and when that finishes, they actually plug them into what looks like a large power supply. And you're like, well, that's that. So is there somebody that looks like they're in charge there since they're looks like they're just going to be plugged in and powering for a yes. while? Mm -hmm. Julian's going to, at that point, seeing like doesn't look like anything else is going on. He's going to walk up to the technicians like, um, excuse me. Yes. Um... Before, when the old, this old body had both Serrani and Bear in it, Serrani was going to take me to a place where this core that we have frozen that has a subjugator in it could be dealt with. What's up with that? How is that being dealt with? You can tell that they look very hesitant to talk to you about this particular matter. Uh, I, at this point, I wish you had told me that before, because then we could have talked to her. Talk, um, but now that she's in the powering phase, that can't be interrupted. Okay. I mean, I don't get that, but that, that sort of makes sense to me. I mean, it, I don't get it because this is new to me. I don't understand. Right. I'm not saying I don't agree with it. You must understand that this is a rather sensitive subject. We don't get many subjugators coming through here. Well, I mean, you got at least two others as guests right now. But this is not something that's common. I understand. And the issue of one that is in this particular situation, in a canister, this that's not... I, we're going to have to... to figure some things out and, and, and see if we can involve them. Well, I am involved. Further. I'm letting you know I am in possession of this canister right now and I'm coming to you because Serrani told me you had a way to deal with these things. Do you or do you not? Or do I need to take no, this canister elsewhere? Well, we, we definitely have ways of dealing with it. Uh, but there are some things that are sensitive. Just put it to you this way. This particular elemental mm -hmm. has caused problems where we come from. 
So I'm not willing to handing it over to just to anybody, not knowing what is going to become of this elemental. Because we thought this elemental was taken care of and has shown up again. If I hand it to you somebody that says they're going to take care of it and it shows up again, that's a problem. I just want to be sure that this is actually taken care of and this is not a problem again in the future. I'm more concerned about the procedures than whether or not it's going to be a problem in the, in the future. And there are things that humans shouldn't see. You meaning that there are things that elementals don't want humans to know? Do you want the elementals to know everything about you, how you handle things? Um, from my experience, they do. They have ways to manipulate, to access everything there is about humans. That's why they're called subjugators. Mm-hmm. From way Sarani explained to me, coexisters mm -hmm. and subjugators are at odds. Yes. Opposing ways of living with humanity. Right. So you as a coexister probably would more align yourselves with humanity as allies, correct? Yes. So, as a human, fortunately, that cannot be occupied by an elemental, I agree with that sentiment that it should be an alliance and not a subservient relationship. Let's put it in these terms. Where are you from, North Belisera? Yes. Let's say that North Belisera was at war with Centauro. Uh, we, uh, we are. Oh, good. Then this will make a lot of sense. And let's say that, you know, the animal preserve, we are a third party in this situation. Fair enough. Would we, as the third party, have any kind of say in how the humans deal with other humans of warring factions? If it were that clear cut? Uh, no. But it's not that clear cut. Because let's say the Centaurans are coming and using your people to fight the North Belisarians. Now your people should have a say. Correct? If only we saw it that way. Well, I can tell you, there are humans that see it that way. All I can do is I can approach the higher-ups that are dealing with this. I can only look and see if if they will allow you to be a part of the process. You might need to, to make a petition. I can most certainly do that. But at this point, I can't make any kind of decisions on that way. And I'm leaning against it. Because what would happen is not pretty. Alright, so let me know who I need to make that petition to. And it's done. First, I need to see if they're willing to take a petition. At this point, I would, I would suggest that you, now that you can see that your compatriots are on the road to recovery, I would suggest that you go back to your dormitory and and wait i'll even let you keep the canister um you have a unit that can be in that dormitory for cold storage we can bring one to you that would be preferred but is there someone that can show me the way yeah. to mm -hmm. where we are staying yes absolutely as you're leaving lights shift from like a natural Shading to like danger red, like the lighting in the in the hallways. Okay, okay. Jared would see it because you're in the same facility. 
Yes. Sam and... You were wandering around the dormitory building. Right, so you're not at the hospital. Yeah. Mm, you wouldn't see anything. You start hearing, like, a, a an alert going off. And you hear uh, footsteps as a group of androids go rushing by. We need to get any other proxies that came in with the group. Someone saying that to Julian? Or they no, no, no. It's like you hear that as they're, as people are going by. I was going to ask the person at this corner. I was like, what's that about? Why are they after I, I don't, the people that came in with our group? I, I don't know. Uh, and let, Julian's going to turn and run with the group? Okay. Run with... They, with the, yeah. I mean, okay. As soon as he didn't get an answer from the one person, he's like, oh, I'm going with the people that actually are, look like they know what they're doing. Okay. See you, Sam and Chai. We're looking for a place to learn how to swim. Yeah, just kind of wandering and seeing the world. All of this is brand new to me, so. As Julian is running, he's going to try and find, find Sam. Him. He's trying to find Sam? Well, shade. Okay. Almost impossible, but let's go for it. Eighteen. I did not get it. What was your target number? My target number is twenty-four. So you didn't get the the power. I, I. My interpretation was that it was Sam was being washed out by all the other arrow elements. Oh no! I can't. I can't even detect Understood. the elementals in the area. Understood. If I were to detect, then, then you could pinpoint it. I possibly because I've I know shape. And last time it was also explained that Julian has learned the distinction and can sense the difference in a android That's bonded true. elemental and a human bonded elemental. Alright, he's just following the group then. Okay. All right, back to chiming. This sounds like it will be a fun, pleasant, slice of life pastoral scene. Okay. So you go looking for a place to swim. You're wandering. What's you're... that animal called? Yeah, like that, that kind of stuff. Like, we're in a new place. And we feel, you know, we were. this was the goal. Like, we, this was supposed to be safety. We were bringing Adari here to be, to be fixed. Uh, we were bringing Archie here to be fixed. We're bringing Bear here to be fixed. So this should be a time of relaxation. So we should uh, talk maybe about, like, all of this improvement that's being done. Or is, is there anybody else that needs to work on themselves? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on myself since we left the city. Oh, I'm not talking about you. I know. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Sam. So, you know, we're, we're here for, it's just a time to be in safety. I'm not as suspicious of Sam as other people are. Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> so you you see all sorts of different wildlife that you would never expect. You see... Are any of them friendly? Do any of them like would approach us to be pet, scritched, handled? Scritched behind the ears? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Alright, yeah. There's a whole flock of... of Green and red and gray birds that like fly fly down, and some of them land on your shoulders. They start saying dirty, dirty words because they're parents, and that's what parents do. You know, dirt, (laughs) film, tax returns. (laughs) There's some like 
scaled animals with long snouts and heavy looking digging claws. Dragon. No, dragon. Oh, I saw a dragon. No. Anteaters. Like yeah, kind of like anteaters, like small heads. Oh, I, uh, wider bodies. Pangolin. Yeah. You see large things that look like bear stuffed animal. They're just wandering around with everything else. Yep. You see some of the androids riding some of the beasts, some large ones with horns. Okay. There is some that are that seem to be swimming in the rivers uh, with that have pinkish skin, long pointed snouts. River dolphins. Oh yeah. Uh, are there any buildings that look militaristic? No. Okay. Good question. A lot of the buildings seem to be like dormitories. Um, there's a lot of places for for people to live. There's also like stables for some of the animals to live. Some of them like to live like more in the forest or, or sleep outdoors, that kind of thing. But some of them do like to live in more enclosed spaces. Are these buildings kind of grouped all together? Yeah, they, like they... a village or are they spread out like a preserve? There are, are clusters where they are together, but a lot of buildings are off on onesies, twosies. Do any of the clusters look w- less well taken care of? No. Everything seems to be very well maintained. Then I'm going to start heading towards the river. Okay. There's a dock. How's the water feel? Warm. Is there a boat? Yes. It's a small, shallow, bowed boat. Well, that's right, you want to swim. Swim a little bit. I say you looking at the water cautiously. How fast is the river flowing? <laughs> you die. Uh, no. <laughs> All I do is look! It's the swamp. From Lord of the Rings. There's a face there's a in there. Uh-huh. No, it's um, it, it's not moving very quickly. It's about as fast as a lazy river. Most of like the locomotion for the boats is done by coiling. Yeah, Sam's gonna roll up my pants and kind of just sit on the dock and dangle my feet. The water feels nice. It's that really clear water where you can see like all of the pebbles down at the bottom. You can see a few fish swimming around. How deep? It's about. Three and a half feet. Feels really, really soothing. Like especially after having worn like your snow, snow boots, boots through mm-hmm. everything. Like just this freedom to like spread your toes For in the weeks water. On in. I mean, is it warm out? Yes. Because you it's heated, geothermal. Sam's gonna lay back, heat in the water, and goes off. What are you doing, Chai? I'm gonna throw rocks in the water. Don't disturb the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of taking it all in. And um, you start to hear a commotion. Okay, which direction? Down the road from the, the medical building. Okay, I uh, look towards it. What do I see looking that way? Did you see a group of individuals coming towards you? While Julian's tra- trailing, every once in a while he's going to try again to reach out to the shade. 
No. Worse than last time. I'm 13. You're feeling so stressed out about the situation. Right? Yeah. So they're running towards me. Like, running towards me or just coming towards me? No, running. Okay. Like, flat out running. Dealing with that group? Yes, this is the group yeah. that are, or that are, that's coming looking for Sam. How loud is it? Yeah, I, I, I reach over and I kick Sam a little bit. Sam! Sit up. What's going on? I don't know, but the... There they are! There they are! There's the humans! They're Where's after the... us. <laughs> Can we see Julian in that group? Uh, go ahead and make a perception roll for me. Julian would have been trailing behind them. They would have been... I mean, unless he caught up with them. Cause... Zero. Nope. Yep. Nope. I don't know why. Maybe we weren't supposed to come here? Quick, quick, in the boat! In the boat! Okay, I jump in the boat. And we push off the dock. I just grab the pole and start pushing. Go ahead and make me a physique check for that. Is there only one pole or are there two? They're chasing me. I don't know why. Yes, there's another pole. 15. 21. Alright, so you're you're <laughs> You're pulling down the river at a pretty good clip. <laughs> Just keep pulling. Just keep pulling. <laughs> Paddle faster. I hear androids. <laughs> Does Julian see us? Perception? Okay. <laughs> oh! Nope. Nope. An eight. <laughs> the target number was five because it's pretty easy to see everybody <laughs> when everybody's pointing at them going, there they are! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you, you can see them going. Uh, so are they within Shouting distance? hailing distance? Yeah. Well, I would imagine if they can hear the, everybody going, there they are. Oh uh, yeah, you're going to sh- shout out. I guess that's your old perception. See so if we can hear. You say, hey, Chime! Sam! Nine. Eight. All right, fine, I'll let that happen. I'll let you hear hear Julian's voice. Oh, no, they have Julian! <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I don't know if I did. I stop pulling. I don't stop us. I turn and look, and I start looking for the voice is what I want to do. Julian's still behind this group. He has no idea why they're after them. Just that they needed to find them. <laughs> and the alarm's going off. Yes. So what, what does uh, Julian think? What did we do wrong? <laughs> well, no. Not they, here? they said the other proxies. They know they're not just after Sam. And they're not after China. But he doesn't know that they already have gear. Yeah. No. He doesn't think they actually did anything. Considering the description was proxies, proxies plural. If it was one... Oh, he might have well. thought that somebody had done something. <laughs> yeah, Jer. <laughs> what? <laughs> there, there, Jer. It's okay. Like said, we're still drifting down river at this point. So Julian is. Can you try and overtake the group? Just like pass them? Yeah. Alright, that's what he's going to try and do. Sounds good. Am I wrong running? That sounds like an appropriate roll. Unless you can think of some other reason to roll something else. Now's when you really need to shape. <laughs> Alright. 
man. You are not old out there. Twelve. Uh, you're able to get just in front of the group, just as they reach the dock. Is there another boat? Yes. How many other boats? Just one. I'm just in front of them? Yes. I'm hopping in the boat and pushing off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what happens when people don't communicate? Uh-huh. While, while you all are Running. falling away from certain doom... Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and shift over to Jerry. Right. But before we do that, we're gonna take a slight break. Hey there, my name is Biz, and I'm the game master for Throwing Bones Podcast, part of Scald's Tale Network. Here at TB, we aim to produce a show that's diverse and inclusive. We dive deep into the characters, and sometimes things get a little dark, but don't worry, we're also a bunch of goofballs. Get ready for mystery, love, conflict, and something truly human. Listen to episodes of Throwing Bones Podcast at throwingbonespodcast.buzzsprout.com or on podcasting platforms. Let's throw some bones and decide some fates. And we're back. Jer, all of a sudden you find yourself in a room with a negative airflow. Okay. It's rather stark, just you and a bed. One wall is like a, a glass glass observation wall, and there's a um, speaker built in above the door. I thought you were going to check me for infection, not just quarantine me. We are. Are you checking me right now? No. One second. <laughs> well, if I'm a danger to anyone, I will gladly... Stay in quarantine, but I want to know for sure. A small sliding door opens up underneath the, the window, the observation window. And you can see like a, uh, a, like a cuff that looks like it would fit over your, your wrist up to your forearm. Take the cuff and put it on your right wrist. Um, what is it going to do? It's going to check your elemental. Uh, oh, okay. Out of pure curiosity, how is it going to do that? The root virus presents itself through a variety of changes. For example, your elemental's wavelength or aura wavelength will change. Huh. Interesting. Let's look the cuff on. A, a red light switches over to green. Hmm. And uh, you can feel, like, a warmth emanating underneath your arm. From the cuff? Yes. No wires on it or anything like that. But looking through, you can see, like, the doctors. Mm -hmm. They're checking the readouts that's coming from the cuff. Okay. How long have you been exposed to the root virus? So about a month. I've been in contact with... The person who has the root virus healing, trying to stabilize and help. Go ahead and make me a medicine check. Well, of course you rolled one on the wild. Because that was a good roll except for that. Yeah. 
so I let him. Oh, okay. Initial tests are coming back with good results. That's good to hear. But we need to we need to keep you in isolation for observation. How long will that take? About twenty four hours. Okay. One of my goals in coming here with my team is to learn more about healing elementals. I guess this is a good way to learn how. I think like a little self-experimentation. Do you know more of how I could work on that? I'm sure we can figure out a, a, a path forward for you uh, once we make sure that you're clear. Okay. Anything else? Is there any food? We can provide you with some vegetables. Sounds good. Hope you like broccoli. Broccoli is okay. Ellie. Whole new world. <laughs> you used to be a person, and now you're a building. So what you meant to say is I'm building something now. No. no. So, there has been no noticeable time passing for you since your core was removed. A part of you had been yelling out a name, and then all of a sudden it stopped. And the next thing you knew, you felt so much better, but you were non-corporeal. It seems like there's a part of you that wants to go looking for something. Someone did you wrong. Your fingers are green with it. <laughs> <laughs> She has green fingernails. Yes, her fingernails polish is green today. Is there anybody that you can think of that you would consider problematic? Elix and Bear. What do you want to do about that? I now have control of the building. You have control of the network, yes. Yes. Bear, wake up. I'm going to assume that this would fall under tech. Knowledge. What is your knowledge skill? <laughs> Sad and pathetic. Sixty. Say sixty. Two <laughs> D. <laughs> okay. Uh, on the fly, GM Fiat. I'm going to say you can roll four D for computers because you are a computer at this point. <laughs> Okay. You are able to locate the computers that are that are connected. They're going to try and isolate you from the like they're going to try and throw up a firewall to keep you out. So I'm going to go ahead and roll four uh, D. You're going to go ahead and roll four D, and we're going to see what happens. No. Fourteen. Eighteen. So first time, it seems like the, the programmers are honing in on you. They're throwing up paths to make it harder for you to spread further throughout the building. You can tell where Bear is, but they're blocking your path. You want to try again? Okay. You want to spend a fake point? Yeah. Okay. What are you going to do? Start breaking down their firewall. Okay. So you're rolling eight dice at this point against yes. my four? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh. 
Ow. Oh. That is like... <laughs> that was a lot of twos. Yes! <laughs> 17. I rolled a 12. Yeah. <laughs> Too many twos. So you're able to slip past the coating that they're trying to block you in with. And you go to wake up Bear. What is he attached to again? So Bear has been separated from Sarani, and they are both in their own new bodies that are plugged in, charging up. Can I see how charged he is? Yeah, he's about at 80%. Because he's, he's rebooting, correct? Yes, that's right. Yeah. 80%. 80%. So that's enough power to walk around if need be. Right. But does that mean he loses memories? If you, like, unplugged him at this point? Yes. No, it would have to be something a little more invasive than, than just unplugging him. All right. Like, I'm going to set a command in him to wake up. What kind of plug is this? Am I able? Is it a mechanic plug that I can unhinge off him? Is it like a, a plug? I was imagining it was magnetic. Okay. Like, this port is not something that you would see very often. Like, it's not public knowledge about this kind of thing. So, like, they don't want it a visible, like, they don't want an open port. Like, they try to make the, the bodies without any physical scenes. The only one being the, the one behind the ear. And that's okay. not what they're using here. They're, it's more like a... A charge like a charging plate, like you know how the new phones you can just put on a, a charging port. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's almost like he can just get up himself and stop. Yes. All right. Even a rod, Jeff. Even a rod. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. <laughs> We're not going to use that. <laughs> like putting me in sus- in suspense here. I'm going to tell Bear to wake up. Okay. And. Find my location. My android's location. My original android. Archie? Is that you? Oh my god. I forgot how tense faces were across. Oh. Oh man, that's warm. Oh. Never mind that. Yes. It's Archie. Why are you communicating through data feed? Something happened during my programming. I need you to go fix it. Okay. Go find my body. Archie. Find Archie. Okay. Hey, Sarani's right next to me. You think she should help? Of course. Okay. Sarani, Archie wants us to help find him. No. No, you can't. No. All of a sudden, you start feeling another barrier coming up between you and and Bear. This time, it seems like it's coming from Sarani. It seems like she's trying to cordon him off from your influence. Sarani, I suggest you don't. I can't do that, Archie. No. You're not even supposed to be in the network right now. I'm not. Well, Archie's not. I suggest you go help find Archie with Bear. No, no, we're not. We're not going anywhere. I'm gonna roll for persuasion. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be sad, but. <laughs> oh no. Twenty nine. <laughs> At least when you lie, you go big. Seven. 
I rolled a one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I would imagine that this is more of a battle of cybernetic wills here. And Sarani doesn't seem to be able to marshal as much firepower as you because you you seem to be pulling in from other parts of the network now that you've gotten past the the firewall you're you're pulling more resources and more data capacity to put against Sarani's will so you're able to beat her down essentially let me ask you this are you imagining are you trying to zombify Sarani yes I want her as a puppet for the time being. Okay. Uh, so you basically force the Sarani personality down and fork an aspect of yourself into the into the avatar? Like putting my presence into her? At least a copy. I don't think you would want to abandon the full network. As an aside, this is mentally one of the hardest GMing things I've ever had to do. <laughs> You force Sarani down, um, which is not necessarily surprising because she had spent a, a, a very significant portion of time writing as a parasite on another avatar. So she she had to do a lot of file compression, essentially. And like part of the charging process for for both of them was to recover the full capacity of their of their memory storage. And if I'm saying things that don't make sense from a computer's perspective, screw it. It's a fantasy world. Uh, <laughs> That's what I, my mindset, I don't know anything. So, so you are able to force Sarani down, and now you have eyes into which you can see the world. Because before all this, you were just strictly data stream and like secret networks. As Sarani, I get up, but I'm still in the main system, is what you're saying. But I'm also in Sarani. That's right. <sighs> okay. Self-replication is a uh, key feature in any good virus. Yes. Have you ever heard of the uh, book Ancillary Justice by Anne Leckie? It is a science fiction novel um, where basically everybody is a spaceship. Human entities are brought onto the spaceship and they, their minds are wiped and they're replaced with subnodes of the overall computer system that runs the spaceship. Hmm. So there's one point in the book where the main protagonist of the book, who is a subnode of a spaceship, is describing everything that is happening in multiple locations and only using the, the pronoun I. Hmm. It is a trippy, trippy, trippy read. So that's kind of what I'm imagining is happening here, is that Archie is the main network, and you have spun a, a subnode of yourself off into the body that was meant for Sarani. Okay. Uh, Sarani, I get up, I look at Bear. To him I say, there's no time, let's go find him. Okay. Alright, Sarani, um, do you think we should get anybody? There's no time, we have to take him to Julian now. Julian's the only one who can help. Oh. Okay. Um, uh, it's been a while since I've been here. Let me download my... Okay, I've got a map. Let's go. Okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and integrate our vision. 
You see the line on the floor, the gold line on the floor? You gotta just follow that. All right, let's go, kid. You don't call me kid. Nailed it. <laughs> Serrani, you don't call me kid. You're not Serrani, are you? Oh. Focus, Bear. We have to no. help Archie. No, no, you're you're not Serrani. You're Archie. I don't know how you did it, but you're Archie. What are you doing? Kid, have I ever done you wrong? I don't know if Archie would, but Huracan Nidok would Enough! Which is coming from the building. Your yes. system in the building. Like all the speakers in the building. And Jerry, you're sitting there and you're like looking at your cuff and you're like trying to figure out what's going on on the, the screen that you can see in the other room. And then all of a sudden it goes, enough! And like all of the lights just do. Um. Okay. And the door just kind of swings <laughs> open. Um, I'm just going to stay here, where it's potentially safe. Do you still have your broccoli, or have you gotten that yet? I got my broccoli. Nice. I'm just going to start eating my broccoli <laughs> in the dark. Bear backs away, and you can see him, like, reaching out, trying to find some of the tools that they use. Like, you need to stay away from them. So Ronnie's going to reach out her hand and say, please, kid, I need you. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. So Ronnie always said, don't go with strangers. Said stranger who brought kids food and said, come with me. Hop <laughs> <laughs> into my van. Hop <laughs> into my candy van. <laughs> my cheese van. Oh, my. You said cheese? I am there. I don't think I should... And he's backing towards the door, like inching along the wall, trying to keep as much space between you. He grabs a chair and he's holding it in front of him, just like backing away as slow as as fast as he can. Alright, kid. Then I'm I guess I'm on my own. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of people on their own right now. He gets to the door and he turns and he just starts running out as fast as he can. Which is, he's there. He can run very, very fast. So we're going to go ahead and cut back to Julian in the pool and the polars. So, yeah, obviously we, Sam and I saw Julian as he jumped into the boat and started coming after us. Yeah. Leaving the group. Yes, leaving the group. Uh, Standing on the dock. You said the whole river is... You said it was three and a half feet deep. Yes, yeah. at the dock. At the dock. Okay, so it gets deeper once you leave the dock. So I'm not I'm not going to pull and let uh, yeah. Julian catch up to us. Yeah. So yeah, when you catch up to us, we'll hit, jump in. Should we be so, worried about that? Worried about, I don't know. That group just ran by and said, we need to find the other proxies that just came in. I can get any straight answers out of anybody, so I thought it'd best to try and find you. I was trying to connect and talk to Shade, but I just couldn't do it. Where's Jer? As far as I know, still with Katari. We're gonna have to go back for him. Yeah. How do you kill an android? Taking the power core out. My understanding that doesn't really kill them, it just powers them down. Well, that's all we need, really. 
Okay. I mean, apparently you can kill an android. It's apparently that's what happened to Ronnie's body. Alright, so let's let's go find Jer. Well, he's where they came from. So we gotta go back that way. <laughs> I don't want anybody to just be apprehended, taken without knowing what's going on. But I agree with that. So we still don't know what's going on. Exactly. So we need to find out what's going on. How do you propose doing that? Okay, Julian. Alright, now, good end well. But this is what Julian thought of first. <laughs> Could Julian tell what type of core was being put into the chassis for Sarani? Hmm. Johnny, even a ride. Uh, Aaron Roll. I feel like you were probably a little distracted by everything that was going on. Fair enough. I mean, it was just a thought. I mean, Julian's thinking is Serrani's only seems to be the, the one that's giving him the most information yeah. at this point. So, if you want to spend a fate point, I can give you that answer. <laughs> sure, why not? What else are they there for? I mean, really? Air. <laughs> so, should we go back up the river? Well, we are surrounded by water, but connecting to Jared's elemental has proven to be pointless. It doesn't speak even to Jer. It's gotta be lonely. Yeah. I mean, we can try that first, but I don't know if we're gonna. Would you like to just hand into the water? Anybody? I'll help. Hold on, just splish splash. Scoot my hand in the water? Back. Yeah, just scoot in and just. Yep, I hold water in my hand. Definitely got it. 27, and I needed a 9. Knowing what Jer's elemental is like. Can tank for old bugger? Who's gonna reach out? Okay. Well, okay, first, what's the general state of mind of the elemental? Probably feeling a bit worried just uh, because of the tired. situation happening inside the building. A little bemused, a little worried, a little frustrated that nothing's being done. Alright, so audibly to the group, the Sam and Chime, Julian's going to be like, Okay, good news is... Although the elemental seems a little bit frustrated, doesn't seem like it's panicked. That is good. Now let's see what happens when I talk. It sort of stiffens in my head. I'm like, oh, he's talking to me again. <laughs> <laughs> so Julian's going to say to the elemental, it's like, now would be a good time to actually start speaking. We don't know what's going on. There are, these androids seem to be after us. Well, more like after the proxies that were with our group. You would be one of them. It gives you a sense of illness. Everything <laughs> that, that would make you feel sick sort of sends that as an emotion or a form of... Clarify. Is it trying to communicate? Yes. Yes, that, it's trying to communicate that. Feeling? that. Yes trying to communicate that feeling. That that's what the issue is. It's a sickness. 
Okay. Oh, the first question that popped into my mind, I'm going to say the same question Julian has. He's going to say to the mental, is that why you're worried? Because you're sick as well? It's going to stop projecting the sickness. <laughs> it's gonna go like silent for a second just to just, just to I'm just gonna assume that means no yeah <laughs> new sentence and Jared's gonna be like gosh why did I feel sick come on man just learn how to talk would you <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's just gonna start being frustrated with the elemental and be like, just he's trying to talk to you, just talk back. Don't don't do this whole emotion thing. I know you do that with me and we can get along with it just fine because that's the way we've been for over two hundred years. But I mean, just talk to the guy. And you're going to hear not sick. Julian does that whole thing he he reaches out and like grabs Chime's shoulders like what? What? It spoke. And he's gonna go back to the conversation because he's like You know what you're talking about? Elemental is not sick? Not sick. Sickness. Sickness is the problem. And you feel you feel a a sense of confirmation. Alright. Wow. Okay. And Jared hearing the voice for the first time is like... Oh, Jared heard it too? You can speak. I had no idea that you could talk. And Julian's going to be like, Alright, this is good information. Alright, we're going to work our way to try and come back to you. And he disconnects. What are you talking about? He speaks. <laughs> Jared's elemental. It spoke. Right for the first time. Uh, well, at least to any humans. Okay, I, I don't get those things anyways, but what's the plan? They think the sickness is spread. I know Shade was worried about that too. Huh. Back when we first found out that Guitari was sick. Okay. So, so they're trying to treat Jer? I mean, again... Jer was more frustrated, or the elemental was more frustrated and not feeling threatened when I first connect to it, so... We're not attacking him or anything. So maybe we should just go back and let them know that we're all healthy. Are we? I haven't felt sick. Atari didn't feel sick either until... And look at what happened to uh, Archie. Yeah, we we already know that was something completely different. Uh, it's completely different. It wasn't the same sickness. No, it was something different. Even Ronnie told us that. Okay. Okay. So Julian's gonna take the pole and start to steer back towards shoreline. Okay, I'll help uh, push us to shore. Look over, Julian. You sure, this is safe. Are you sure of anything? Sure that uh, I don't trust elementals. Well, I'm sure that. Jair's elemental was going to speak for the first time. It wouldn't be, you wouldn't be something deceptive. Okay, I'm trusting you. Water tends to be pretty open. And as they reach the shore, Julian is going to just kind of sit there, 
put one foot on the boat, one foot on the shoreline that holds it there, make sure it doesn't drift down as other people get off. And he's going to try and connect with air on his own. Okay. Uh, since we're dropping face points, my goal is out the window, I'm dropping face points. Uh, now I roll all these fives and sixes. Because you had oh more dice. Gosh. 44. And I needed a... 24. 24. So I guess you can act. Maybe. Maybe. Perhaps. Yes. And he's going to connect with Shade. Okay. Shade is open and willing for talk. And just listen. Oh, you know, you're just going to let Shade... Let Shade be have, sure. Have their own internal monologue. Okay. And oh. That's it. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and end the episode there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bone Throwers Theater. Hopefully, we'll continue to have fun at the Animal Preserve next time. Question mark? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Bone Throwers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Ellie, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.